Well, hello out there, planet Earth, and happy Friday. Thank God it's Friday, as some may say, although it's always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. ICYMI, which is, in case you missed it, SMB stands for Small and Medium-Sized Business. I've been engaged with SMBs in various capacities for over 20 years now, and if you are looking for the real deal in SMB-related discussion, you have to check out talkradio.nyc on Fridays here. Right before me, we have Tommy D with Philanthropy and Focus. We have Jeremiah Fox on the Entrepreneurial Web, web right after me. And we have Wise Content Creates Wealth with Joseph Franklin McElroy later on today. Over the last two decades, I've noticed that some of the best thought leadership for SMBs happens on Friday when we feel the freedom of the weekend upon us. However, we are so anxious to start the weekend that these crucial pearls of wisdom, they get often overlooked, swept under the rug in favor of our fun weekend activities and our freedom from work. On Always Friday, we take advantage of that weekend freedom and clarity and we discuss popular topics that are on the minds of SMB leaders and their trusted advisors. Nice coincidence for you, my last name means free in German. So the name of the show is not just to play on words, people. There is a little bit of deeper meaning here, as we will get to in the meat of our show today. I'm feeling the freedom. It's just about here. I got my shades on. My boy's got his shades on. Let's get this party started. Today's topic is, are you for real estate? The pandemic has had a really interesting effect on many SMBs and particular industries as well. One area of business that has been thrown for a loop is the world of residential and commercial real estate. Hence the, are you for real you know, part of the show here. From businesses cutting off their office space, people from urban areas moving to the suburbs in droves, waiving inspections and appraisals, while contracting for purchase prices that are 10 to 20% over asking price, there is no shortage of craziness surrounding the real estate space. My special guest is a guru in the real estate world, has a lot of expertise in the commercial side of things, excels in due diligence, investments, financial analysis. We'll get to more of that. We are on talkradio.nyc, but we do not want this to just be talk. The goal here is let's use the insight we gain here today and create some impact come Monday morning. Far too often, SMBs are focused on the product that's going to solve their problems, the magic wand, the shiny new mousetrap. In my travels over the last 20 years, products change every single day in every other facet of our lives, both business and personal. There is no substitute for surrounding yourself with the right people first, keeping focus on good, tangible, executable process that is going to get you to your goal. As long as you do that, the right products will be there. They will present themselves at the appropriate time. Everything begins and ends with the people. So without further ado, I want to tell you guys a little bit about some of the best people I know that I'm surrounding myself with. Our special guest today is none other than Matthew Ross, founder and principal at Ross Advisory and Consultants, as well as co-founder at Value Expose Incorporated. Matt is a strong business development professional, educational background focused in finance from the Fairleigh Dickinson University Silberman College of Business. From an early age, Matt was smitten with the world of real estate. He provides consulting, valuation, appraisal services, as well as management consulting, asset management, and even litigation services for those who need an expert witness in the real estate or financial industry. Matt works with property owners seeking tax relief as well as, as well as managing several billion dollars of assets under management. Over the past two decades, Matt has consulted on commercial real estate matters totaling over $20 billion, that's billion with a B, in valuation. He's been involved with transactions from all different sides, including mergers, acquisitions, and dispositions. Mr. Ross is also actively involved in the property and financial technology field, trying to develop some state-of-the-art technology and analytical methods relating to the world of real estate and finance. Matt is one of the most ridiculously ideal people I could think of to discuss the topic here today. Uh, we're also going to discuss my favorite three questions. Who is your favorite movie or TV show character? What is your favorite movie or TV show? And what is your favorite musical instrument? And who is the artist that you would like to hear play it? Mr. Ross, welcome to Always Friday, my friend. Studies show that when you're on mute, can't hear you. There we go. That should be better. Happy Friday, Steve. Thank you for having me. I uh, 
we had a little hiccup right there, but all good, all good. Glad to no be worries. here. Thank you. No, no such thing as hiccups, baby. It's all good. Just happy accidents. So I appreciate you throwing on a pair of shades. Thank you for embracing the weekend freedom with me. So Matt, tell everybody a little bit about how you got to where you are today. You've had some fairly intense travels in a short period of time. That is true. So dating back uh, to the time that I was a kid, I grew up from uh, you know, in Irish family, grew, grew up, everyone and their mother was a plumber or a nurse. Uh, so we got uh, a start in the contracting in industry at a very young age, and that always piqued my interest. Uh, I'm the type of person that likes to know how things work, uh, so I get my hands uh uh, dirty when I can and try to look under the hood as much as possible. Uh, through doing the construction over the years, I ended up starting my own GC business uh, in 2006, in 2006-7. Uh, what we were primarily tasked with doing was doing the redevelopment of the barracks for the troops at McGuire Air Force Base and Fort Dix. Interestingly enough, I was actually there the day that it was breached by the guys from Al-Qaeda. Uh, so that was quite an interesting experience uh, to say the least. Um, but during this same time period, I was, was attending Fairleigh Dickinson University. Always liked numbers, was always good at math. Um, excelled well at it didn't have to really try that hard uh not as much as other subjects so you try to teach me another language it's a different story but uh, <laughs> numbers i speak so uh you know while i was in college i started off in accounting and swiftly moved to finance as soon as i saw that wall street itch and i always wanted to know how do these guys get this much money? Like, what is this unfathomable amount of money? No one needs a billion dollars to live a happy life. <laughs> you know? a strong word, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, tw $12 million a year should do it for most people. One would think, so, yes. Yeah. So, if you're looking at, so it, looking at it that way, um, you know, I was just looking at the big numbers to begin with and wanted to figure out from the ground up how that worked and coincidentally enough uh one of my partners in the contracting business ended up taking an internship at Integra Realty Resources which at the time was the largest national independent real estate valuation firm meaning that they didn't have any ties to a brokerage uh firm uh and completely independent so it was a kind of a franchise model but they had over 60 offices around the united states and in some of the territories and i got great training from the probably the most knowledgeable people that you could find in the business uh from racers and mac krauser and barry krauser to John Galuli and Robert Staley. I started my career off learning from the top of the line. So I was thrown in the weeds, if, if you uh, want to put it that way, from the onset. So, you know, I got the, I already had the investment itch a little bit. And then once I inched into the real estate and understood how these guys make money, I wanted to know how it worked and I jumped both feet in. So, you know, from there, I uh, spent about a decade, a little over a decade with Integra Realty Resources, uh, valuing everything from, you know, a vacant piece of land all the way up to um, a multi-billion dollar office tower in New York City. Uh, for a pension fund. So there are a lot of different aspects to the business 
that uh, drew, drew me to it. And uh, I bring that up, you know, the diversity, because we'll, we'll get to that in a second, but the diversity um, in my training that I was given from the onset has let me propel and kept me interested this entire time. There's always something new. When you're involved in real estate, you got to look at it as there's an opportunity. Uh, there's several different ways to skin the cat or, uh, you know, determine, depending on where your position is of looking at things from different perspectives. So you do have to be able to be, be able to shift. It's not what you would think a normal number crunching finance guy. There's some art to it, if you will. Yeah, I, and I love the perfect blend of science and art. So if we sit by my fire pit and chat for a few minutes, you know, I love real estate. I always have. I'm going to be 41 next month. And uh, I bought my first property when I, just before my 23rd birthday. And I was just smitten ever since the same way you were. And, you know, early, early on in my professional career, you know, real estate was really looked at as, as almost like an alternative asset class to people. Like if you were investing in real estate, you were kind of the oddball at the party almost. And now it's, it is way part of the norm and like a regular staple in many people's portfolios. You know, there is some, there are things going on currently as a result of, you know, pandemic living and the life we've all had the past year and a half. You know, that are a little outside the norm. Residential has skyrocketed, but still there's, I still see some good opportunities. Businesses may be taking less space, but there are still massive commercial opportunities, which I know we're going to dive into during our talk today. You know, um, you need to, it just seems like you, you know, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but you just need to be able to execute very quickly these days. Like people are frantic, countries are frantic, money is frantic. You, know, you just got to be able to strike if you find the right deal. Am I, am I, are you with me? Is that, is that where it's at? You nailed it right on the head. But at the same time, you don't want to be overly aggressive unless you have the right direction. 100%. It starts with surrounding yourself with the right people. We're going to take a quick break, but we will be right back with Matt Ross, founder and principal at Ross Advisory and Consultants, LLC. Stay with us. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Innings. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. 
You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. everybody it's friday it's always friday it's me stephen fry your smb guy we're chatting with matt ross founder and principal at ross advisory and consultants llc commercial real estate expert i want to relay something from a a book that matt actually told me about uh, you know as a follow-up to the you know what we were talking about in the last segment Getting Things Done, The Art of Stress-Free Productivity by David Allen. You know, now is one of those times where you have to be ready to execute. Like, you know, it seems like everything's blown out of proportion in the real estate world, both residential and commercial in some ways. And there's definitely opportunity still out there. You can never make big macro statements about real estate that way. You have to to kind of find the opportunities. But there was something here that that I wanted to just relay real quick about the 24-7 world that we're all living in right now. He uh, says in the book, I'm often asked what new advice can offer to mobile connected and always on type of world. It says here, the necessity of dealing with frequent and complex barrages of potentially significant data was probably true in the past for remarkable individuals such as Napoleon as he marched through Europe or Bach as he composed or even Andy Warhol as he decided what to paint or show in a gallery. Now, the, the entire world is digitally connected and they have some literacy as far as how to find the data and the recipient of explosive, nonstop, potentially important or at least relevant information. The ease with which it can be accessed through the technology has made it simultaneously rewarding in its opportunities and treacherous in its volume, speed and changeability. If you are by nature fascinated by what might be going on when you hear sirens in your neighborhood or when a group uh, wonder what a group of people across the room at a party is excitedly talking about, then you are ripe for becoming a victim of the endless and powerful distractions your personal technology dishes out to you. I thought this was an awesome way to kick this off here because we're going to get into the method behind your madness. So we're going to talk a little bit about what you do, how you do it, and how you go to market for it. And there, I love real estate. I know you do too. There's a lot of distractions and craziness or, that can easily throw you off of your method. So give us the method behind the madness, my friend. Still have to come off mute. Studies show that I can't hear you when you're on mute. My fault again. I, I wanted to uh, say that you, you know, not to repeat myself, but you hit the nail on the head again. This is a 24 7 world that we're all living in, especially those who are in the world of real estate. Things are changing every day. Uh, as you had mentioned, the, you know, complete. Uh, I would say the the industry has almost been eviscerated from a valuation standpoint and even you know a brokerage standpoint to a to a degree except for certain individuals because of the advancements in technology that we've had over the recent years and what I've seen um, what we thought maybe three years ago was going to be a five or 10 year, you know, window because of the onset of the pandemic, we've only seen that window close even more quickly. There's more competition in the market, more competitive fees. Um, the projects don't get any easier. Real estate is o- always very complex, uh, whether you're doing a single family house or, uh, you know, you name it, a specialized power plant, if you, if you wanted to get there. A- everything has its own little hit- hiccups that you get, got to get through. But I will say one of the things that you need to focus on is to keep your mind on the goal uh prioritize hold yourself accountable is one of the things that you need to do you need discipline if you want to be 
I, I feel in business overall, you need to have uh, strong discipline and, you know, hold yourself accountable because if you don't have an intention on what you're doing, uh, most likely you're not doing something that you like. So, you know, it will get that go kind of go gets a little bit further into my madness. I love real estate, but I will say that it is has been and still is one of the most stressful uh, industries, believe it or not, to be be in, especially right now with the way things are going. And it probably always will be, because when it comes down to it, whether you're talking residential or commercial, you're talking about the place where people live their personal lives and operate their businesses that they own as SMB owners. So it's always going to be something that's really sensitive. But going back to the idea of technology and data that we have at our fingertips, I've always been a real estate guy. I've always been a data guy as well. And the access that we have to data compared to when I you know, first entered the professional world you know, 20 years ago, it's, it's that much. It's, significantly further along but the concept of having a ferrari and not being able to drive sticks still kind of reigns true and you know really using the technology to your advantage to you know help get things clearer more accurate more transparent and really be able to scale your efforts is something that i think is very important and it sounds like that's what you're doing with your efforts with value expose am i correct on that you are you are correct um just as you're seeing, and this is relevant, you know, right now, as of last weekend, even I know it was a big deal for a lot of people that Elon Musk was on SNL. And a lot of people are following cryptocurrency. You know, obviously, he's the champion for Dogecoin. Uh, he's the Doge father, if you will. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so you know, you see a lot of people that didn't know anything about equities or anything else like that, getting into the market and make a, making a little bit of money. And I think, you know, in a lot of ways, we all know that the closures in COVID had a negative impact overall on the economy. I think everyone can agree that we're ready to get back to normal, ready or whatever the new normal is. Uh, but it did give time for people to get educated on things. And, you know, real estate being one of those, it's something that a lot of people want to get involved in and talk about it, but it's about actually doing it. And now, just to give you uh, an example, when I started my career, we used to have these Paxmac books. So they would actually be about yay thick you know two <laughs> inches thick almost and you'd have to flip through make a copy of the page in the book color it in with a highlighter put a little sticky thing with an arrow pointing that's my property scan it then get it back to the computer which obviously took forever we don't we didn't have 5g or you know any of the lte networks that we did then so we're working off of older computers and now within a matter of minutes you can pull up uh, there's so many products out there i'm not i don't mean to single anyone out but just using you know one of the industry standards costar within seconds you can pull up uh any pr property data most mostly any property in the united states so it's giving more people more insight, more knowledge, more, um, you know, opportunity. I feel like it, at the same time, what does that do to our industry? Well, that's that's where some of the madness comes in. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, with obviously any industry, just like you saw with tech, uh, tech guys were getting paid 600000 plus a year. We're doing coding. Coding's almost obsolete today. Eventually, with the advancements in technology, uh, appraisals may one day become 
a majority machine oriented or you know with artificial intelligence but the the real problem here is that there are so many socioeconomic factors coming into play right now between the uh, transfer to a new Bretton Woods system and the onset of the pandemic and the repercussions of us and whatever this recovery is going to look like at the end of the day. Um, you know, there's still a lot of speculation out there and we're seeing reverse trends as you had mentioned in the beginning of your show. I, I recalled you had correctly pointed out that home prices are you know skyrocketing in certain markets. People are transferring out of the big cities. They wanna buy their homes. Uh, there's some panic buying involved with that, but it's more everyone had a year to kind of take somewhat of a break not the healthcare workers and thank you to all of you who have helped and uh but everyone had a break and i kind of think that gave the opportunity for some people to get a first time foothold and maybe a starter home um again i still see this as being a bubble because of the trend there's it, I just don't see it being sustainable over the long period. And with value exposed, the tool that we're creating is to really bring everything into reality, bring it back down to reality. So, you know, you can have a building that has a lease in there with a credit rated tenant that's worth a lot of money. Um, and you paid extra to get a steady return because it's safe. As you had mentioned also, real estate is pretty much part of everyone's portfolio in one shape one shape or form even if you're investing in a bond part of that bond has their arms into some real estate so at the end of the day most people are investing in real estate either directly or indirectly not knowing it um and right now it's a very volatile market and with everyone getting their hands on this information, just like you see with Dogecoin, which appears to be a pump and dump type of uh, scheme, at least for right now. Um, I believe that, you know, the same thing is happening in real estate. You're getting a lot of people that are getting tidbits of knowledge, but they're using the old school methodology by looking backwards. Well yesterday is not today and i can tell you certainly from my standpoint today is not 2019 <laughs> that's for sure so it's a completely different world and uh the old way of doing things and looking back is not necessarily the correct way to handle things moving forward if we want to you know stabilize the economy and uh, you know, get things back to a more sta stable state just overall. Overall, a Absolutely. There needs to be forward thinking. I mean, the first disclosure most financial professionals will have you sign is past performance is not indicative of future results. It's kind of like the way I feel about product. I like knowing about product, but not, there is no substitute for good people and good executable process. So, you know, I appreciate you and what you've done over the years and all the experience that you have because I do feel that it does give the most, you know, value oriented, value exposed type of uh, perspective on, on what is going out there to really guide people to the end game. So we're going to take a quick break here, but we're going to be right back with Matt Ross, founder and principal at Ross Advisory and Consultants, LLC. Stay with us. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. 
Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're talking with my good man, Matt Ross, founder and principal at Ross Advisory and Consultants, LLC. We're going to dive a little bit into the madness. And I know there's no shortage of madness in Matt's world right now. But uh, one thing that I was thinking about while, while we were chatting last segment is, you know, the residential versus commercial discussion. You know, both you and I, Matt, live in a you know, fairly residential area, suburbia, and you know, a lot of folks out there are seeing some absolute craziness with people going after houses and overpaying and paying cash. And, you know, there's no inventory left, people selling their houses, they have nowhere to move, they're forced to rent. And it, it's, it, it, everyone can kind of relate to that. But the commercial side has been kind of interesting to me lately. I've had countless meetings in the last few week, weeks with commercial real estate oriented firms that are booming. And, yeah, it's I like we like you said early on. There's definitely some some pain that's been felt in the country for businesses that have struggled throughout the pandemic, but there does seem to be some light at the end of the tunnel and some other alternative areas where where people can really grow their commercial real estate holdings and portfolio and initiatives. So, give us a little bit of the artistic observational part of your life. No story too taboo. You know, obviously we don't want to compromise client confidentiality or anything like that, but tell us a little bit about what you're seeing out there. I'm sure there's plenty. Well, there's no shortage of craziness. I'll tell you that. Um and interestingly enough, you pointed out the, you know, the influx of buyers that we've had locally. Um, you know, that's not limited to our, our area. Outside of all of the major metropolitan areas, we're seeing a shift of people moving to uh, more suburban markets or smaller, smaller cities. Uh, you know, give it Greenville, North Carolina, for example. Uh, people are looking to relocate and start something. They're getting used to working remotely. You're able to do it with the technology now. You don't want to be bogged down in an office every day. Uh, you know, not so long ago, we thought that because of the shrinking office space, like 
200 square feet per employee was, you know, a bad look. Now I can tell you it's, it's less than that. So at least in the major metropolitan areas, New York, San Francisco specifically, um, we're also seeing a lot of shifts into areas that haven't seen a lot of activity before. As everyone knows, or most people know, uh, there's been a massive uh, outflow of residents from California and they're relocating to places. You, you got your standbys, Texas, Florida, that you, you know, Arizona, people are gonna go there. But surprisingly enough, people are even buying a lot in Montana, uh, near Whitefish, and uh, a lot, a lot of other places. So, the the reason for the increase in housing, obviously, there's so many factors that play into this. It's an un, it's not one uh, box. You can't put it into a black box. But starting off with the Bretton Woods system, once we went off of that and started forex trading in 1975 the market has been volatile since then and we've continued to print money with the world bank and really what we're seeing right now uh during this economic crisis and the amount of you know national debt that we have that's in the trillions of dollars we're seeing a devaluation in the dollar also, interestingly enough, um, while the unemployment rate has remained so high, you have two sides of the spectrum. You have people uh, who state that the employees don't want to go back to work. The government's paying too much money. I don't necessarily believe that to be true in most instances i'm i'm sure there are those out there that do that but i think everyone overall no one wants to suffer needlessly when they can be doing something to at least provide the minimum living uh you know requirements that they personally need to feel comfortable and live a happy life and existence here um but what we're seeing right now is the one of the most it's been this way now probably since 2010 the hot trend especially in the united states is the industrial segment so we're seeing a lot of that boosted by you know the transitioning from traditional brick and mortar stores to online shopping we have the amazon effect if you will it's taken impact on pretty much a, any major regional retail location you know people with one two-day delivery they're getting used to not having that instant gratification because they're always ordering and i think still to this day as we were kids i don't know if the kids do it this day but i know you and i did if we got a piece of mail from a friend, you know, a letter in the mail, it was something special. Absolutely. Now, now it's completely different. So, you know, one of the things that's been interesting, and this is very relevant as of today. Uh, if anyone is looking at the news at all, you can see the gas prices going up. Uh, you see the price of timber and other commodities going up. And that's because there's a break in the supply chain and logistics sector. Um, that's not to say that the industrial market's not strong, however. I still believe that that in everything that I've seen, that's likely your safest investment if you're going for class A distribution with a credit tenant in a newer building, especially in the right market you're you're sitting pretty and there's opportunities for out, outdated conversion of industrial people now is the time to be an entrepreneur but there's never been a time in recorded history since we were alive that people got a year off to kind of think about what they would want to do or change jobs 
whether it was out of necessity or by choice. Um, so we're seeing a lot of different things there. So the the big conundrum here is how can industrial real estate still be that viable and that pricey, yet it's not working right now? And those are some of the questions that we're we're trying to answer, and that runs back into infrastructure and wages and a number of other things. Um, but it still hasn't, we haven't seen that big of an impact on the, the industrial because it's necessary at this point. We're used to getting stuff delivered. We want that gratification. If your Amazon two-day delivery is seven days late, you're not going to be happy now. But because of the demand from everyone and the being at home during the lockdowns, and just the general transition to e-commerce, it's put a lot of stress on the system. And I think we need to rethink the way we um, handle logistics moving forward. I would say some of the disconnect and you know, people understanding everything that's happening everywhere is just, a, it's not what you say, it's how you say it type of discussion. Everyone can relate to the, the residential side of things because everybody lives somewhere. If they don't own a business or you know run a business or even report to an office every day, some people weren't doing that before the pandemic. It's really hard for them to to see right. unless they have somebody handholding you, handholding them, or somebody like you, to really help them understand all of the different pieces of the puzzle and the impact that you know one one thing cause and effect has you know on the other. I wanted to talk for a second before we uh, you know cut cut to the to to, to the next break about you know, the valuation side of your business, because, you know, really trying to you know do appraisals and, and value things, you know, especially if you're talking about commercial and industrial things, and you have to have a little bit of forward thinking and speculation and build out and all of that. You know, there's, you know, there's plenty going on on the residential side where people are like, oh, my house is worth, you know, a million dollars more than it was before. Like, but you know, when you're trying to quantify all the different pieces associated with commercial and industrial types of things, it can be very complicated. Before we get to the last break, give us give us a quick couple seconds on that. So, you know, the I, I think the most distinct thing, uh, you, you are correct, people, there's an emotional attachment, obviously, to where you are living. Or if you're the owner of a business, there's an emotional attachment and there are people that are interested in that for whatever reason. I'm interested in it because I'm a real estate professional. You're interested in it because you're an everything professional. But <laughs> at, the, uh, at the end of the day, I think the American dream is to own a house, no? So, you know, own a house, white picket fence, or, you know, if you want to do the city living in a condo or travel having still you're going to have some place you want to call home uh so it's a it's a little bit different and that brings in the buyer's attitude right now i think is a great opportunity for people that aren't currently active in real estate to uh get in now now is an excellent time. There's no shortage of work. In fact, we're, we are short on employees. So staffing has become an, an issue. So there's a lot of in, opportunities in the valuation field, the investment side. Obviously, you have to get a little bit more creative because it's become a lot more competitive with the information available. But now's the time. Absolutely. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Matt Ross, founder and principal at Ross Advisory and Consulting LLC, co-founder at Value Expose Incorporated. Stay with us. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges 
business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. everybody it's always friday it's me stephen fry your smb guy we're talking with my good friend matt ross founder and principal at ross advisory and consultants llc value expose incorporated co-founder as well don't forget people if you are feeling the entrepreneurial spirit and it's hard not to after speaking with matt here today stay with talkradio.myc you got jeremiah fox and the entrepreneurial web coming up right after me but to bring things home with my buddy matt here we're going to get into the messaging part of the show here today. You know, what weekend insight can everyone take away to make some Monday impact? And you've given everybody a lot of food for thought here, Matt. You know, a lot of what I hear from you is, you know, don't let any of these numbers and craziness and madness scare you out there. Now is a great time to be an entrepreneur, to take advantage, especially as it relates to the residential and commercial real estate world, you know, but also just to be an entrepreneur in general, you know, just, you know, really concentrate on the accuracy on the transparency which is always big stuff for me be transparent be consistent be above board and honest you know get shit done and be happy let's build some value together and that's that's i I, i'm feeling it so give everybody some tidbits to take home over the weekend so they don't forget them on monday when they go back to work well the biggest thing that i can tell you that i've learned over the years and you you kind of said it yourself but teamwork makes the dream work there's no there's no reason uh to compete I'll, i love competition but there's you can compete but there's a way to do it uh that's number one number two read keep up on things and don't follow all of what's shoveled in front of you read keep yourself educated you know, even if it's just the simplest things, it could be a couple minutes a day, five to 10 minutes a day, you read a few things and try to learn something new, whether it's in even vocabulary. I still, to this day, every single day, get an email with a new vocabulary word that I've never heard of. And uh, actually today I did. And today my my word was very easy. It was compote, compote. So, uh, I, I obviously know what that is. I like to eat, um, but <laughs> it's, you're in good company uh, there, by the way. Yeah, I'll tell. I'll take that any day. But um, you know, you find it, I. I always have a yearning to learn more, and I. I don't know where that got lost in. Uh, you know, I guess c- certain portions of the generation it seems to be coming back with the children of these days i know you and i both have kids around the same age yeah. my uh my daughter my nine-year-old charlotte is likely smarter than me so <laughs> at this point but uh you know i we're here right now uh we're here to help we are 
hiring actively. This market is um, booming right now uh, for valuation professionals and anyone in real estate alike. Even if you're a private investor, now's the time to make your move. And something else that I want to give to thought, and this might not be applicable to your entire audience, but it certainly will impact a number of your subscribers, I assume, is that before tax laws get changed, and there's a lot of stuff that's on the table now, it's every there's everything's been partisan, so it's hard to say what's really going to happen. But at the end of the day, typically, we know that the government generally wins. So uh, <laughs> so right now, if anyone's keeping up on it, the thresholds for gift tax are being lowered by the current administration. Um, there are going to be capital gains tax hikes and higher taxes. Um for thresholds that may not be applicable. Making $250,000 a year in certain areas of New Jersey, that's still working paycheck to paycheck. And uh, it's, that's the same with all, all over the, company, the country. Right. You can't live in Holmby Hills, California, and $250,000 a year. <laughs> so, I was uh, born in the San Fernando Valley. I will attest to that. Every, I, I want everybody out there to really be able to connect with you. I know you have some big announcements coming down the pike, and I'm, everybody will be excited to hear those. But I would urge everybody out there, reach out to Matthew Ross on LinkedIn. And, you know, again, founder principal of Ross Advisory and Consultants, LLC as well as co-founder of Value Expose. I know he's going to have some, some cool announcements that you guys will be excited about moving forward, but yeah, reach certainly. out to him if any of this is of, of, of interest to you. He's a phenomenal, phenomenal person to know in the space. And dude, I really appreciate you coming, coming on the show here today. I do want to give everybody a taste of the magical three questions. Before I get there, you have something else you want to throw in there? I, I just want to thank you again for having me on today. And I appreciate you. And, uh, you know, we had, a good, we had a good time today. And anyone that's interested with any questions, please feel free to reach out. Um, I can answer that question. Any of your real estate related questions or at least point you in the right direction. And, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I'm, I'm here to help in any way that I possibly can. Because, you know, we're all in this together. And that's the name of the game. So, yep, pay definitely, forward. Definitely, man. Real estate is one of those things where the tools that we all have nowadays, you can really find a lot of data out there, but without the right guy through the wilderness, you're going to be nowhere. So, reach out to Matt for that. Let's get to the three questions Who is your favorite movie or TV show character? What is your favorite movie or TV show? And what is your favorite musical instrument? Who's the artist you'd like to hear play it? So, without further ado, movie character Nikki Santoro from casino and uh i just i gotta say all these pictures you have one of those faces that just every answer you gave it just looks phenomenal uh <laughs> nikki santoro though was a tough one to capture because the whole movie in casino he's constantly beating the crap out of everybody so real hard to catch him standing still for a moment unsurprisingly Another favorite movie character of yours, Jordan Belfort, Wolf of Wall Street. You know, some of, some of the things you even said along the way are very reminiscent of, you know, the, the passionate, hungry, you know, type of you know, Wall Street folk. And I, I love that about you. I love that type of feeling. Obviously, you want to keep the fraud and all that <laughs> stuff today. Uh, but yeah, Wolf of Wall Street, great, you know, great, great, great analogy for what we're talking about here. And I, uh, I can't help but join uh, my guests at the table sometimes. So, you know, there I am hanging at the table with you. Uh, also, you said uh, Kirk Lazarus from Tropic Thunder. You have a, you know, a bunch of a bunch of really fun answers for this. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, that, I, you know, that's a little bit taboo for nowadays. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, if Jamie Foxx can find the humor in it, so can everyone else. And I, you know, he famously went on Rogan's podcast and had a, a long uh, conversation about it. But, you know, if you have any tips on how I can get in shape, <laughs> I don't know if you, you want know, them from uh, me. Uh, uh, other than the uh, pineapple that 
uh, Ben Stiller had suggested in that scene. I, I know um, you and I have have better friends to advise on personal training than me, for sure. Uh, so. that, that is correct. T- t- taking it home here, favorite movies, Goodfellas. That's a common answer there. And I, I put you on as as Henry Hill, as Paul Cicero, as Jimmy Conway. Uh, I, I couldn't resist, though. I had to go Tommy DeVito after you gave me the Joe Pesci answer. Your favorite TV show, you said, is Matlock, which was a total surprise to me. C- couldn't possibly have fathomed that one. And get, bringing this really like to a close here, you are a musician. I know that. So you couldn't give just one musical instrument. You gave them uh, three of them in the order that you personally learned them. So piano, mm-hmm. you'd like to hear Ludwig von Beethoven. You uh, <laughs> look pretty good as Beethoven, actually. I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't resist. He has I, I more ha- hair than me. <laughs> <laughs> I had to put it on uh, from the Bill and Ted side of things as well, just because I love the movie. Uh, yep. I know you like the guitar and Kurt Cobain. So it's again, you look like every single person that you gave an answer to. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I don't know. Hang with I, you. As very forgettable face. <laughs> <laughs> I was always told I had a face for radio, so this is fun. So uh, drummers, you said Dave Grohl, as well as John Bonham, which... I thought your John Bonham pictures were absolutely fantastic. It's not what you are. It's what you're playing again. Yeah. yeah Matt, great pleasure to have you on the show here today. Um, Thank you again for having me. My pleasure. Coming up next week, we're going to be talking to the CEO uh, and president of Dashboard Enterprises, an outsourced CFO firm, Carol Soman and Matthew Hegem, some great friends of mine uh, until Uh, next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Hope you guys gained some weekend insight to make a Monday impact. We will see you next Friday. Take care, everybody. Take care. at www.talkradio.nyc now broadcasting 24 hours a day hey everybody it's tommy d the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic each week here on talkradio.nyc i host a program philanthropy and focus Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military, and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you listeners looking to boost your business. Why not advertise on Talk Radio NYC with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply send us a message on our website, talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. 
Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 